This is the Rich Eisen Show. 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 Tank wisely. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Are we going to tank? Meaning the Patriots. Yeah, it's happened. And I keep telling them, they are not. Because Belichick doesn't tank, man. Today's guests. Bengals wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Jaguars quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Fox Sports college football insider, Bruce Feldman. Writer, director, and comedian, Robert Smigel. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Live on the Roku channel, where I'm checking uh, to see if this sweater fits right. Um, oh. For those in the radio audience, it's um, it's it's mauve, purple. Uh, it looks great. <laughs> I'm feeling great about myself today, um, and I hope you are too, wherever you are. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial on this program. Uh, the thirteenth uh, week of the NFL season begins tomorrow night between the Seahawks and the uh, Cowboys frequently uh, we're focused on Monday Night Football here because uh, we have an affiliation with Westwood One. I'm the uh, host of Monday Night Football on Westwood One. The uh, the week be- ends uh, with the Bengals and the Jaguars. We only have Jamar Chase and Trevor Lawrence on this program. How Heard does that sound to you? Heard How does that them. sound to you? Um, and then uh, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Um, <laughs> I've got questions. Robert Smigel that. is here. I've got questions. He is uh, also uh, a co-writer, co-director, and also wrote the music in the hit animated comedy on Netflix, which you can see here on Roku, called Leo. I'm sure many of you with kids out there have already seen Leo. Robert Smigel will be here. He also is one of the Swirsky brothers. It's going to be a dynamite conversation in hour number three. Don't miss it. Um, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Great, Rich. What's up? Uh, Jay Felly's in for Mike Del Tufo. There you go. How are you? I'm good. How are Where's you? Where's Del Tufo today? TJ, uh, colonoscopy. Oh, is that right? I have no idea. Oh, wow. wow. Jeez. I was like, <laughs> My God. It's like he didn't are, you just saying the, are, are you seeing the first uh, elective surgery that comes to mind? <laughs> What's going on over there, uh, TJ Jefferson? How are you, sir? You know, trying to figure out this NBA tournament. Just yeah, well, we're going to discuss that on this program. We're going to discuss that on this program. Bruce Feldman's on this program, uh, everybody. He's on this program coming up in hour number two. Fresh back from Ann Arbor, Michigan. What happened there this past weekend? I wonder. Can't wait to hear some of the inside information on that. You still feeling good? Oh, God, please. It's, every day it's better. Every day is better than the day before. Chris, you think J.J. McCarthy is now kid number six now? Oh, For wow. the Eisen household? Ooh, good one. I mean, if I'm collecting quarterbacks. Good question. Yeah. I feel like Dion. I need to rank my quarterback sons. <laughs> right? Um, so, hey, everybody. Uh, the conversation uh, in college football today is what's going through the brains of the college football playoff committee because um, the final four and the rankings after the final four going into the final weekend of college football's campaign came out last night. And uh, and look who's number one. That would be Georgia and Michigan and Washington and Florida State are your four. And that makes sense. They're all... The 12-0 and 0 teams, we can have a conversation about the order of that in a second. And then you've got a quartet of 11-1 and 1 teams. And that's where we start to talk about the order of these things. 
Oregon is at five, and Oregon plays Washington for the Pac-12 championship on Friday night. They're first up. That's a pretty darn big football game, I would think, certainly because Washington and Oregon's first contest was one of the best games of the year. Washington won that at the very end, and Oregon is, I think, maybe playing some better football since then than Washington, but that won't matter when they play each other on Friday night. And one would think the winner of that game is in because Washington's three and Oregon's five. And uh, whoever wins that game will either stay put, depending on other results, um, or and if Oregon wins, they, they go up to three and Washington would be out. That looks like that's in for a college football playoff spot. Texas, which beat Alabama, is above Alabama. Now that makes sense, right? Because Texas beat Alabama. Texas is seven. Alabama's eight, but look who's six. <laughs> look who's six. That would be the Ohio State University. I want to be respectful. Why? Because at this point, they're the Ohio State. That's what they wish to be called. Even though they're home on the couch this weekend, they are <laughs> at six. While Oregon plays for the Pac-12 championship and Texas plays Oklahoma State for the Big 12 championship. And then Alabama actually gets to play Georgia. Eight versus one for the SEC championship. And Florida State plays Louisville, Louisville for the ACC championship. And Michigan plays Iowa for the Big Ten championship. Now then, Oregon sitting there at five and Ohio State at six. Above Texas and Alabama. So does that mean... Again, if Oregon wins, they're in. Washington's out. And if Florida State, with its backup quarterback, which has not proven to be uh, a ton of clean football for Florida State, but all that matters is the clean sheet under the L column for them. Does that mean a Florida State loss means Ohio State is welcome to the fourth and final playoff spot since they're at six right now. Mm -hmm. All that needs to happen is perhaps out of all the results to happen this weekend, Alabama beating Georgia, Texas, you know, losing to Oklahoma state, for instance, Michigan losing to Iowa and Florida state losing to Louisville. What's the most likely of those results? If you had to place your marker, this is most likely to happen. I think you'd place your marker on Florida State losing to Louisville, right? More than Michigan losing to Iowa. Yeah. Okay, Georgia losing to Alabama. That's likely, but is it is it most less likely. or more likely than Florida State losing to Louisville? Oregon beating Washington. Washington losing to Oregon. Texas losing to Oklahoma State. The most likely result, 100%, you cannot dispute this, is that Ohio State will be home on the couch this weekend. Outside looking, watching television as everybody else competes for its conference title. Are you telling me that's what it is? Because if that's what it is, you've got to be kidding. And this is nothing to do with me and my school, 0.0 to do with it.
It happens every year, it seems, where somebody that's sitting at home can potentially make the college football playoffs over a team that's not sitting at home. Because if that's the case, if that's what they're indicating, that right now there's only one team separating Ohio State with the college football playoffs, I think that's nuts. I think that's totally nuts. And I understand why you think that's nuts, and it is nuts on the surface. But I, I think Ohio State, it, this is just my opinion, I think they're kind of locked. They're, they're locked here. They don't have any other games to play. I'm, I'm aware of that. And so Texas, by winning, don't you think they would jump them if Florida State loses? Because they're playing. Then why aren't they in front of Ohio State right now? I, I don't know. I'm not on the committee, Rich. It'd be great if I was. <laughs> I, I'd have to miss so a few then more Why not days. put Ohio State at eight? I'm not sure because, well, Ohio State was undefeated. Texas and Alabama had losses. They now have the same number of losses. But you're going to drop them all the way from two to nine? Why not? I don't know. That seems like a pretty big fall for a team that's been really good all year. So then you place them in a spot where they believe they're better than Texas and Alabama. Maybe right now, today on November 29th. But after this weekend, if Texas and Alabama are both 12-1, and 12 greater than 11 – their wins better than Ohio State, so they huh. would be higher. So are you saying there's a an entity out there that ranks teams on a list and takes a look at where they rank them maybe lower currently than the teams that they're mixed in right now, but certain results I mean, just come might out, just, just come out them and, above? Just, just come out and say what you're saying. Just, just say it. Like this is the like, way I do my power rankings. Instead of like, oh, <laughs> his. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's exactly the way I do my power rankings. You have a problem with power rankings. It's exactly what's going to happen in hour three when you're going to be I chirping do, at me. I do have doing a my problem with the pa- By the so, way, I bet you have the Ravens higher this week. Ready? You, you bet I do. You bet I do. That's coming in hour three. Okay. I don't want to wait now. Can so the college football playoff <laughs> I'm committee. I'm not saying that I don't have a problem with this list. I mean, clearly I wouldn't have Ohio. I don't think Ohio State, if they played Texas today or Alabama, they'd probably lose. But they also can't go anywhere. They don't have any more games left. Exactly. But why put them where they're putting them? Other than to indicate all that has to happen is the teams in front of them lose and they're first up to go. I, see, I, I'm not looking at it like that. How can you not? Well, because like I just said two other times, like the college football Texas playoff and committee Alabama have games left so they can get to 12 wins. Ohio State is stuck at 11. They're not getting any more. So 12 and one beats I, 11 and one. I, I would. And winning your conference championship. It should. Yeah. Then, then why don't you indicate that going into the weekend? What's the point? Well, I don't just, think it you're just giving Ryan Day an attaboy. Are they just walk? Are they, are they really just taking the Ohio State? team circling around them and then I guess the college football playoff committee would be blowing a whistle while they all hop up and down to keep them hyped is that what's happening like See, honestly that, that why else possible. are we doing I'm this? not here for your pettiness but like <laughs> oh I, I am. am me too you are <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I just, am I am I Lori am I Richard or my Tom I, I just, I? you are Richard man I just the think king. it is what it is this year is a real unique situation because you know we've got a team that's been undefeated all year who is now without one of their best players so it's I, I wouldn't say the committee is Hoping that they lose to Louisville to make well, it a little bit easier. But and let me tell you why Michigan's two, in my estimation, and not one, even though they have beaten fewer ranked teams than Georgia 
and they have just come up with the win of the year in all of college football against the highest-ranked opponent anybody has faced in college football and beaten them and clearly is valued so much by the committee that they've placed them in front of two teams competing for their championships this year and you believe will be fixed where they are. This is just like an attaboy, you're sixth, no matter what. Okay, be that as it may, the reason why I believe Michigan is at two and not one is because Georgia's won a billion games in a row and they're two-time defending champs and they're giving a tip of the cap to them. And I think they need to keep Michigan at two because what I think they're setting up is for if all results do happen, they want to have a Rose Bowl, which is hosting one of the national championship semifinal games as an actual traditional Rose Bowl before the rest of the world ends as we know it in college football with 12 teams next year and no Pac-12 anymore and have a contest like an old school Rose Bowl, Pac-12 champ, Big Ten champ. That's what they want. And then they'll have an old school Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, SEC champ, Florida State. Like that sounds like, yeah, you know, or, Bob, like Bobby or, Bowden or, should show up there. Or, you know Texas, what I mean? Texas maybe. If, or if Texas, correct. Loses. Like sure. that's what they're looking for. Yeah in the college football national semifinal games. And those would in be the New four Orleans best teams and in Pasadena. Sure. That's what I believe yeah. they're trying to set up right now. Because they don't want Georgia and Alabama to play again in the, the first round now. of the playoffs. Now. And they don't want Michigan and Ohio State to play again in the first round of the playoffs. So they got to set this thing up, which is what I'm saying is they're setting it up. And you're saying they're setting it up to have one of the teams competing for the Big 12 and SEC championship games leapfrogging a team that's at home. And I'm saying they're setting it up to put Ohio State in. And 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 if I'm Texas, at least they're above Alabama on this list. They beat them. So that's the whole point. It's just like what's deserved and what's best. It's a bunch of nonsense, which is just give me the 12 games or 12 teams already. Yeah, but. Give me the 12 teams already. I think Just enough I, of this. This by, is so stupid. Us, you're right. And by us having this conversation, we're, we're doing what the committee sets out to do no, every I, single week leading up to it is, is create some kind of debate. It Really, the only thing that matters is the ranking on Sunday. Right. The final ranking. And how to view this. Is this a roadmap to how they view the rankings to come based on the results they expect? Or... Do they just throw it in as a snapshot for the moment and lead it to be discussed? Yeah, that's kind like of, that's I do kind of my weird. power rankings. I don't want to defend your power rankings because please you know, do I've, because I've, you I just think they're kind of bogus. But like, I guess to be consistent, uh, you know, they are a snapshot of the moment, Yay! which I think this college football ranking and they're is. mine. I mean, they are yours. How do I get on the committee? You want to be on the competition committee? Great. I'm for that. Guess what? Uh, put me on the college football ranking. It does, you you can have it. You can have it now because it doesn't mean anything anymore. Oh wow! Because it's what is it going to be? It's going to be arguing about who the 12th team is in. That's well, a big deal. Oh, who's get, the sixth well, at large? I, which will mean something. Yeah. That's what Home we'll be games. discussing next year. Home games. Home games. That matters. Bye yeah. weeks. Yeah, that matters. Home games matter. Come on. But that made no sense to me. 
And and one last thing, you want me to talk about the elephant in the room, which you thought I was talking about? That's what okay. I thought you were talking about. <laughs> you know, I was talking about my, I'm defending my power rankings, not my school. Yeah. But in, in all honesty, you bet I don't want to face Ohio State again. One million percent I don't want to face them again. I said that last year, and I'll say it again right now. Oh, yeah. Because you do not want to face another team twice. Ask the Philadelphia Eagles. Do they want to go to Dallas in two weeks if they couldn't? They just want to say, we beat you. That's it. End of story. Yeah, absolutely. Hell no. You don't want to see a, a diehard rival a second time with your plays that you already put out there. You don't want to do that. Yeah. And guess what's going to have to happen in the future? This will happen at some point. Yeah, you said this earlier. Michigan, and I was kind of like, whoa. Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. Just name any diehards, right, in the same conference. Because in the new setup, with 12 teams coming, they're still keeping the conference championship games. I don't know. So it's entirely possible because it's just going to be, say, in the Big Ten, one huge mosh pit. Michigan and Ohio State will play in the horseshoe next year, right? And the winner of that game and the loser of that game, it won't matter. They're both going to the Big Ten championship game because the rest of the league doesn't have as a uh, conference as, a, as good a record. That you'll know going into that final game. That they're just going to play again. It's just like one of those week 18, old school week 17 games that you know you're facing that rival the next week. And what does it matter? And you don't want to show them everything. And you go through all that. And then the conference championship game will be just for seeding and who gets a bye. And then you play them. You'll both go to the playoffs. And you might play for a third. We might see college football rivals play three times in a year. That may be coming up. So That's all. if the if the if the issue was reversed, I don't like that. <laughs> would you want like if Georgia plays Alabama in the final game of the year and they're playing each other in the SEC championship game? And then they turn would you around. want to see him again? No, no, hell no. Not you want to really. see him for a third time? No, no, thanks. Of course not. I mean, unless these games are awesome. And- well, but you have no rooting interest. You don't want to face a team a second time. So it's like when the Ravens and Stewarts play again in the playoffs. We've seen this already. A third time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's always tough. It's the toughest games to play. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to face. You face someone else. All right. My two cents. Jamar Chase, everybody. Let's do it. Yes. He's always open. That's right. He. <laughs> he, he well, he's always effing. Always. Open. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, unlike you, I don't work blue. Okay. So. Right. Right. I'm wearing blue. Only. Should I, I introduce him that way? Yes. <laughs> okay. Are you going well, to say I mean, it? Huh? Are you going to say it, though? No. Come on. Just say it. <laughs> What's the matter with you? We'll take a break. Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals getting set to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, our radio audience returns in a little less than two minutes is when we'll bring in our esteemed guest from Cincinnati, the great Jamar Chase. It's so rare to interview somebody you're going against in fantasy in the upcoming week. Oh, interesting. How do I handle that? As a professional, by the way, as a lead pipe wielding professional. I mean, Rich, you can't, when, see, and you again, can't see it, but Jamar's yeah, laughing in the box. Is yeah. he really laughing? Yeah, he's, he's laughing. Okay, <laughs> all right. I, I mean, as, as all right, a, sure, bring him in. Bring him in right now. Bring him in right now. Bring him, uh, bring him in right now. How, how do I handle this, Jamar? Like, don't hurt me? Is that the first thing I should say to you in the interview? <laughs> is that what I should say? Um, I don't think that's going to work out. I don't let off you. <laughs> Jamar's like, look, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's going down. Sorry, Rich. I mean... And, and, and you're on a Monday night, too, so you can have the last word. You know what I mean? You can have the last <laughs> word. What do I do? Ruin his week, Jamar. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to do what I do best. You must hear this a lot, though, right? You must hear this sort of stuff a lot about fantasy football? Uh, fantasy stuff, yes, all day, yeah. Okay. Because you heard Justin, you know, your college teammate, basically come out and say, I'm not coming back till I'm healthy. I don't care about your fantasy teams, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Well, it's obvious you don't care about mine, Jamar. I think that's been established at the outset of our interview right here. I understand. Okay. No harm. No, no, okay. It's easy for you to say. I need this dub, man. I need this dub. I need this dub. Me too. <laughs> Jamar's dub's a little bit more important. Oh, the reality. Oh, you're bringing the real into this. Oh, his okay. stuff's a little more important. I didn't know the real really existed. Okay. In the fantasy football. All world. right. Very good. All right. Jamar Chase is here on the Rich Eisen Show, getting set to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars on Monday Night Football, and I'll be in the uh, Monday Night Football uh, radio booth for that one, uh, studio for that one. Jamar Chase is here on the Rich Eisen Show, and it's good to see you, sir. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. You bet. Um, So I'm glad to see you um, right here on the program. And this confirms, I'm saying for my radio audience, you are effing open right now. (laughs) You are right there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Did you, did you get any, um, anybody in your, your world reaching out to you when you, you know, you were talking about, um, you know, being always effing open. Anybody say anything to you after that, Um, Jamar? I mean, what kind of people are we talking about? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Loved ones are like, you know, hearing you work blue in front of the in front of the cameras into the microphones. Anybody? I mean, yeah, family was laughing at me a lot. You know what I'm saying? 
I didn't know I talked like that, but they didn't know I was going to do it on air like that. <laughs> well, I mean, at, at the time, a lot of people were, were taking that as frustration from your point of view. Uh, where, where did that statement come from, Jamar? Back then? Uh, it was just, you know, me giving my answer and telling the media that I'm open. Uh, they, I felt like they were saying that I'm not open or I can't get open. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So my only response was to come with my confidence and saying that I'm always open. And um, so you still are right now, correct? Uh, yeah, whenever I'm not double teamed, yeah, and triple you, teamed. Uh, <laughs> double teamed and triple teamed. Is that what you saw against the Steelers this past week? Uh, the Steelers threw some some good defenses at us, you know what I'm saying? End of the last last um, possession we had, it threw a crazy defense in front of me, didn't really know what it was. Okay. And now uh, in in just to mix sports metaphors here, you have been thrown a curveball uh, with Joe Burrow now being gone for the season. Um, what uh, can you tell me about your relationship with Jake Browning and what you are doing to get things up to as best of speed as possible on that yeah. front, Jamar? Yeah, so right now, you know, me and Jake, we've been talking a good bit. Um, just any type of relationship we can have on routes, uh, any coverages we see for real, um, letting them all letting him know what I feel on certain routes. And if I want to change my route up, you know, he, he lets me do it. Uh, you know, we've had that discussion on the sideline. You know, I told him if you want to, you know, check it, change my route, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. Uh, so right now we're just getting a feel with each other, you know, for the first game, last game, you know, I think we did a decent job. You know, it could always be better uh, as a whole unit, but, you know, it's still room to grow. And then when it comes to it, uh, obviously that was his first career start. But he's got a ton of experience from his college days in Washington. What are you seeing from him already that gives mm-hmm. you an indication that he does have it and that you can still win some football games with him uh, at quarterback, Jamar? Yeah, for the most part, he shows he's a fighter. I think that's the main thing that we need in a quarterback is a fighter. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't give up. And he's always trying to make a play, you know what I'm saying? Extend the play, make a play. And, you know, he does it with his legs and he do it through the air, you know. And you see him make plays like that with Joe, and you know he makes his own plays. Not a Joe's not here, right? And what's he like? What what was he like in the huddle that might give you the confidence here, Jamar? Yeah, him coming in and just knowing the plays. You know what I'm saying? Because the plays a lot. Maybe it get a little longer here and there now. Um, so you know, it's up to him knowing those. And even if he messes up, you know, some guys are still there to help him make sure it's corrected. If not on him, then it's on our part of knowing it ourselves. What can you tell me how Joe Burrow is doing? I know he had surgery on Monday. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow is good, man. You know, he's he doesn't he's not even worrying about his surgery. He's worrying about jumping out of a plane with a parachute right now. So, what do you mean? Yeah, well, I asked him how his surgery was going, and well, Jake asked him how his surgery was going, and Joe didn't even ask. Act like he had surgery. He started to talk about jumping out of an airplane with a parachute. Like okay. Uh, well, so when you said this, I, I honestly thought for a second this was like a metaphor. Uh, or no, I'm serious. Like, uh, what, 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 okay. Uh, I I must ask a follow up question, Jamar. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? What? <laughs> That's was, that was my answer when Joe said that to me, and I heard this. So he's legitimately saying, "Hey, now that I've got some free time." Um, I'd like to parachute out of an airplane. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, he was saying, I wonder why they, all people don't have parachutes in airplanes. That was his thought. Oh, oh, okay. I think so he's not too. actually attempting. So he's just 
No, I don't think he'd do that. I wouldn't let him do that. Are you saying the anesthesia had not worn off yet from the surgery? What, no. Like, what's, what, I don't understand. Like, what are you, what's he talking about? Yeah, with Joe, he's just all over the place. I don't think he's worried about his surgery. I think he's worried about everyone else. Okay. So, all right. How about this? Maybe, maybe Jake Browning's the parachute. How about that, Jamar? Hey, that's a good one right there. I like that. Maybe he, this is, maybe this isn't an, this is his metaphor. Jake Browning's mm -hmm. the parachute here, and everything's going to be fine. How about that? That's a good one. I like it. There you go. Run with it. Take it. Let's, let's, don't worry about it. That's yours, Jamar. It's yours. But I, I do love, I do love his attitude. I do love Joe's like cool attitude. Like, where, what's the coolest you've ever seen him when you're like, oh my God, uh, I can't believe he's being that cool right now, Jamar, from both uh, levels of football, either level of football that you've played with him on? I think the, the coolest moment I think I've seen him when he came out with the, uh, I think it was around Halloween season when everyone started dressing up as him mm -hmm. with the Cartier glasses on. He had the Joey B Nike chain mm -hmm. with a vest on. Uh, I think that was one of his coolest moments. He just came through just feeling himself, looking spliff, looking good. <laughs> and so. Okay. And uh, did it take a while for you to believe it with him or it was just you, you're like, okay, I got it. I'm with it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with Joe, man, I just be letting him feel himself, man. If he's feeling like that guy at the moment, you know, he doesn't always show, you know, when he shows that swagger, but I'm definitely rolling with him if he's rolling like that. Okay, sounds good. Do you think you're going to be rolling with him for the rest of your career, Jamar? What do you think? Yeah, I think I got a chance to, man. It's, it's real high. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. We both want to be around each other for a long time. Right, exactly right. And are you already thinking about that next contract? At this point in time, for you, <laughs> um, it's all right. It's on my it's on my mind, but right now, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm trying to get these yards, get this team moving Understood. forward, get this win going. So I got you. That'll, that'll be there no, sooner or later. No, I know that, but you also have a teammate from college that can go first and set a standard, right? You talk to him about that at all? Uh, nah, man, he's actually pretty hard to get in touch with. What? What? Yeah, he's pretty hard to get in touch with. <laughs> what? J J Justin is not returning. Calls? Hey, Justin, if you see this, man, give me a phone call, please, bro. What's up with that? Whoa. He's not returning <laughs> your calls. That may be the biggest great breaking news of this entire conversation. Um, <laughs> because obviously if he goes first, then you, then you, you know, then you, you go right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got some numbers to talk about. That's right. That parachute is made of gold, <laughs> Jamar. <laughs> <laughs> see what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, what does playing on Monday Night Football mean to you? What do you got for me on that before I let you go? Yeah, um, honestly, to me, every game is the next game. It's just important because it's the next opponent. But having an opportunity to play on Monday is a great feeling, um, especially with the only team that's going to play, I think, um, maybe one other team. So just having an opportunity to have the whole world watching us and show what we could do on Monday Night Football is the best feeling. Are you playing the nobody believes in this card? Anybody? You? Anybody in the locker room? What do you got for me on that front? Um, yeah, I don't even know. I've never even heard of that. I know we believe in what we have in this locker room, and okay. everyone's sticking together and, you know, one team, one heartbeat right now. Well, I mean, you know the drill. I mean, when when somebody loses their quarterback, one one would think that the team has less of a chance, and then when that quarterback's Joe Burrow, that's where we go, you know, in the media. How do you respond yeah, to that? I mean, it's the number one pick. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's yeah. going to have their opinions, but, you know, at the moment, it's football, man. It's, you're going to have injuries. you got to know how to overcome adversity. And Jake is the next guy up, and we're going to put put him on, on front stand and make him lead this team. All right, last one for you, Jamar Chase. Um, it was difficult for me to unsee this, 
and I'm wondering if you've seen it, uh, and if not, then then you will not be able to unsee it, and I need your comment on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw a certain person from your past uh, jogging and boxing without a shirt on in a video uh, for some uh, for some I don't know what's going on with Ed, but mm-hmm. what 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 do you what do you think of when you saw this picture of your old ball coach from LSU? Hey, I, honestly, this is nothing new for me. You know what I'm saying? When I was staying on the campus, uh, I used to wake up early some days and see him jogging, going towards the levee, and he'd be running some days. So Without a shirt? I mean, without a shirt? Without a shirt, yeah. He just he do it all, all the time. You know what I'm saying? This is nothing new. Okay. So <laughs> you're not phased by it? I just did something for me that, um, by the way, I'm very impressed. I mean, that's serious right there. That's him, <laughs> right? That's Yeah, it. that's all him. That's all him, man. All him. Okay. Well, I mean, I understand Baton Rouge, you might be hot, so I understand that, but there he is. Yeah. Okay. It's always hot in Baton Rouge, so that's probably why he's in there. Okay. Very good. Thank you. I, now I understand. I, I understand a lot more <laughs> things than when I, we first started. All right, Jamar, take it easy on me, okay? Take it easy on my fantasy team Monday night, will you please? This is <laughs> no important. <promises. laughs> say it again? What did you say? No promises. No promises. All man. right. All uh, right, you do you do you, Jamar. Jamar Chase okay, let's. Okay, you make you take care of my fine, and I got you. You're fine. Oh, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Now, sudden, suddenly a new phone. Okay, very good. T- take care, Jamar. Be well. I appreciate you. You bet. The great Jamar take Chase, care, Cincinnati Bengals. Wow, that was great. You know, it's one of those things where you're interviewing somebody, right? Uh-huh. And then um, and then it's just like what. What do you mean he's uh, he's talking about parachuting out of airplanes? I was like, wait, what? But he wasn't like, because I had to keep following up. It yeah, wasn't it was as like, if Joe what? Burrow was coming in like, hey, Joe, how are you doing? And he starts like, you know, hey, you know what I'm planning on doing? I'm just going to just put on a parachute and jump out of an airplane because I believe there must be some <laughs> fine print from the Brown family towards his yeah. direction that prevents such a thing in a contract. But that's where you follow up. But he's sitting there thinking about, um, uh, why doesn't everyone? Uh, why doesn't everyone have a parachute in a plane? I've thought that now. Many times. That is, is he talking about commercial aircraft? I maybe. Private I mean, aviation. I, 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 would, I gotta imagine Joe Burrow's not flying commercial these days, but perhaps he's he's just Joe from Athens, pal. He's a regular you know? Joe. He, you know. All right. So. It's a good idea. I've always thought that. All right. Let's put you know, up the uh, put American Football Conference standings. Do you mind, please? Because the Cincinnati Bengals, I proffer to say this. They need a win out. Or come damn near close to it. Because their issue isn't just what you see on the screen. And you could check out right there in uh, – on our radio, I'll say for you, the Bengals are 11th right now in the playoff standings. They are 11th in the American Football Conference, and their major problem out of everything is their conference record. Division record is is terrible, too, because, again, division, when you're straight up in a tie break, they break all division ties first. And they've got not one but two teams in their division residing in two of the three wild card spots in the AFC. So they would lose any tie break that they're straight up with with the Steelers and the Browns. Because you know, Cleveland beat them in week 1, 
They don't. They've had only one. They don't have a single division win, and they have only one conference win. How about that? Their one conference win is home against Buffalo. So that's the only team that they could be currently like matched up with in the wild card standings because the division's gone. The Ravens have the most wins in the conference, four better than them. You know, and they have uh, swept the season series from them. So that's gone. Conference gone. Wild card's their only spot. And the, man, they just got to, they've got to win out. You know what I mean? They've got to finish 11 and 6 and hope that the Browns oh. and the Steelers don't have 11 wins. It's going to be tough. And that and that one of the only other 11 yeah. win teams that they're that they're tied with is Buffalo. Buffalo has to win out to get to 11 and 6 themselves. You think it's going to be 11 wins for the 6 7 no, seeds? No. I am just extrapolating okay, out. Okay. Even if they get to I think it'll be 10, don't you think? I think 10 is the minimum. I for, think 10 in the AFC, teams, I think yeah. 9 in the NFC. Agreed. Which yeah. is amazing because a lot of people think the NFC is the tougher of the conferences. But there's a lot of, you know, there's, what, seven teams kind of in the mix still in the NFC? That conference record, one in six. That's, that's rough. Is I mean, the tie breaks are not in any way, shape, or form in Cincinnati's favor. It's not even close to being flipped to be in their favor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the problem for them. And then there's, again, their schedule at Jacksonville. Home for Indianapolis, which, by the way, looks to have no Jonathan Taylor for that game. Indianapolis losing Jonathan Taylor to thumb surgery. An injury he played with for a half in Indianapolis's latest win. And they found out Monday night with an MRI, oh, gosh, he needs surgery. Mm. Shane Steichen saying no IR coming, which means it's going to be less than four games. Let's just say it's two. That means Cincinnati will have Zach Moss to contend with, which, by the way, as just to ask anybody that saw Zach Moss before Jonathan Taylor came back and started being Jonathan Taylor and taking the lion's share of the snaps, he's one of the best productive backs in the league. Yeah, he's been a beast. Top 10 player this year. Fantasy running back. Cincinnati is then home for Minnesota, which is a game that may be on NFL Network as well. Are you doing that game? Do no, have- I don't know which one I'm doing. Yet, I'll yeah. find out on the, uh, by the way, this coming weekend. Nice. And um, that's such a hard schedule. Down Cincinnati there, at yeah. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Good God. Home for Cleveland. That's brutal. So. But one at a time. Crazy things have happened. Yep. Jake Browning could start lighting it up like Jordan Palmer says is within him, even though his first start included an interception that looked very green and turned the tide of a game that Cincinnati was about to take a potential two-score lead in. You know, or an eight-point lead in, I should say. Never know. Trevor Lawrence coming up at the top of the next hour. You want the Jets news now or after the break? After the break, sir. Um, after the break, okay. I'm trying to decipher your look right here. It looks like you're ready to inform me of something that I won't want to hear. I will stay off. Stay off, please. Of everything, please you stay off. My unvarnished it, reaction. Please stay off. You what will be more? It. What will be more confusing to me, this news or the 
in-season NBA tournament and how it works. <laughs> Definitely the NBA. Because we'll talk about that next as well. Yeah. Definitely the tournament. Which is one? Which is, what's more likely? Uh, both are exciting. Okay. Yeah. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, top of the next hour. Bruce Feldman in studio talking more college football. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the show, how is everybody? I gotta send this text. Oh, good. We're Take talking. it over. Oh, we're, we're just TJ and I are <laughs> yeah. just talking fantasy. So we both have the Cowboys defense, and yeah. so I was I was saying, hey, I picked up Green Bay, kind of for the playoff run, yeah. because they play Carolina, uh, the Giants, and Tampa, and then they fin- you know if you make it to the championship, they're playing Minnesota, which as we saw, you know could be a good defensive matchup. And TJ was saying, look, I've ridden Dallas all year even though they play Philly, Miami, and yeah, Buffalo in the right. playoffs. Yeah. I, don't know, I'm, I don't know if you want to tinker, but I'm thinking about matchups. You I have to. You've got to. You, let, me, let me tell you something. As somebody to. who's a frustrated fantasy player, yeah. um, I, I, I've learned the whole business of this is what's stuck all year long. Adapt or die, pal. Don't do it. No, oh, yeah, you got to play the matchups. Uh, yeah, I picked up Green Bay just to kind of stash. I mean, it's you know for after. Right, I've got the Ravens D the stretch run. I, I've got the Ravens D, and I, I, I guess I sh- this is case in point. I shouldn't do that. I, I streamed the Giants last week, and it looked good. And then the Ravens, I sat because they were taking on the Chargers. Right, and they they wound up having more points than the Giants D, but. You got to be smart about it. Yeah, but yeah. for me, being smart is the, the Cowboys D has gotten over twelve point seven times this year, and like I was just telling him. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would I, I, I would keep him against Seattle. I got to yeah, keep yeah, him the whole yeah, way because yeah. Deron Bland, like I can't take the whole way against Philadelphia. Yeah, and, and man. Buffalo, uh, I, careful. And Miami. Careful, yeah. careful. Because what happens if I decide to sit him and I pick up the Giants and then Deron Bland gets two pick sixes, which yeah. Josh Allen throws picks. You know, Back here on the Rich know. Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. All right, Chris, what's the news? What do you got for me? What's the Jets news? Rich, Jets news. They have opened the 21-day practice window for Aaron Rodgers. All right. Okay. This is remarkable. 
number one, let's just call it what it is. The fact that there is a 21-day practice window for a soon-to-be 40-year-old quarterback coming back from an Achilles injury suffered in the first few snaps of the season, entering week 13, at weeks 13, 14, and 15 will be a practice window for this guy is unbelievable. It is just spectacular. And hey, the hey, Ron. And the ba- Here, Coach. Thank you. The latest <laughs> example of, you know, a um, a tease. I mean, what else can I tell you? It's a tease. Because the Jets are 4-7, and seven, and in the same way I just buried the, the Bengals in the last segment, they're 4-7. and seven. And Tim Boyle needs to come correct against an Atlanta team that plays defense. Jesse Bates is a sniper of the first variety, and Calais Campbell and Atlanta's defense is not the reason why they're 5-6. They're and six. By the way, first place, Atlanta Falcons. They're 5-6 and six because their quarterback's too damn inconsistent. And for whatever reason, they have decided to take I, – I, I don't know what, what it is. I, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, um, because sometimes I'm staring at the ceiling at night. But uh, Zach Wilson, two picks after Zach, was Kyle Pitts. And, I'm, you know, they're waiting on him the same way the Jets are, like, waiting on, on, on Zach, like – where where where's the difference maker that was supposed to re you know I, I guess reimagine the tight end position where's there's that guy a, there's a difference there though dude uh, I, all I'm saying is you pick somebody top five in the NFL draft they need to be transformative mm-hmm. period and if they're not and they have a transformative talent you got to look around and say what's the deal Bijan Robinson you choose him as high as he is and and we're still waiting like he should be in the same breath as C.J. Stroud as an offensive rookie of the year, based on his talent, he should one million percent. He might be the third guy mm-hmm. in a, on the uh, for for the NFL honors night. What he did last, last week, two weeks, he's right? Been, so like, again, it's that just should be all year. But those guys are very dependent. Uh, so so again, yeah. I, I, all I'm saying is this is a better team in Atlanta coming in. And the Jets' defense can affect some serious problems for an offense that has been up and down. Their own quarterback has been making good play here, bad play there, sometimes another bad play there. That's why they're 5-6 and six in my estimation. I mean, I'm not watching every snap of Atlanta Falcons football, but I'm watching enough of it. Well, red zone turnovers. I mean, yeah, it's there's, been, there's so been mistakes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Offensive problem. The defense is really good, defense man. defense has been really good. But you kind of figured that was a possibility coming into the year with the moves they made in the offseason. Yeah. So I am watching, but they're four and seven. So it's great. So let's just let's you you want to even give them a win five and seven. I don't know how you I don't know how it is because how they got to get healthier on the offensive line. They got to. They really do. But kudos to Rogers for making it to this point. You know, kudos. And and I don't know. (laughs) Don't you think Tim Boyle needs every last damn snap he can get? In advance, now we're going to start splitting reps. Is that what's happening? Is that I, I don't know if the practice window is basically he's not getting reps. I don't know what the actual, what this means is just we're opening it up because that means by week 16, you got to make a decision, right? 
Feels like he's going to be out there doing individual work, maybe throwing we'll with see. guys on the side. So I, boy, he's not he's not cleared for full right, full game on, full activity. On, right. You're right, you're so. you're you're leaving the possibility open. Yeah. But that's four losses in a row. Four in a row. They were four and three. They're now four and seven. And I'm telling you, man, that week 14 game, again, it it could be particularly ugly. Houston comes in with their second overall draft choice, lighting it up to Tank Dell and doing all sorts of Houston things that they've been doing. Um, that's a particularly uh, frightful situation. And then at Miami, okay. But kudos to, to Rodgers to getting back in this mix. That this actually happens, That's and I thought remarkable. I thought if this happens, man, hey, the Jets can go on a run, make the playoffs. That ain't happening. I, I'm not even going to sit here and go there because of how bad it has looked on one side of the ball. And like I said, kudos to Sala for keeping the team together to this point. So, congrats to Rogers. That is a major accomplishment. Um, what's going on with the NBA in season tournament? We're set now, right? We're set. We're set the, because the pool play is over. Set. Pool play is over. They're, they're using uh, World Cup terminology, which I thought was, you know, because the NBA is all about branding. Yep. Thought that's an interesting choice. Let's use World Cup terminology, and let's let everybody who just flips into the game know it's an in-season tournament game because the the floor looks completely different. Mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. Like you, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. L- visually know what's the difference between a regular season game and an in-season tournament game. You immediately know because there's this huge bowling alley in the middle of the, (laughs) of the floor. Some of the courts are, you know, but it's cool. My kids love it. That's what it's about. I know it's not for me. I know it's for the kids. Yep. And and it's for the global game. I mean, you got point differential is a thing. Uh, the, the idea of it's the same world cup pool play yeah, pool yeah. play and look knockout I, we're now in the knockout phase i know we've been kind of poking fun at it a little bit but the players have bought in and i think that's the most important thing they have the play you get the games if you're watching at league pass every night you can see the guys are playing a little bit harder during these games than you normally would see in a november nba slate right and the the half million dollars for every player you're already hearing the the ones, the ones that are, you know, drinking Dom after every game, you know, are, are saying they're going to share it with the 12th man on the bench, the well, assistant coaches. James Harden didn't advance. Sorry, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But put it up one more time if you don't mind. But, but, the the, NBA, but these are really hey, fun listen, matchups. The NBA got the Lakers in and, the, and you know. They got Lakers. So they got a lot they of got star the Lakers, power. They got the some Knicks, star power. The yeah. Bucks are in. Yep. Um, like imagine if you Kings, get Lakers Pelicans. Celtics in the finals of this. Like that's you could have Celtics Lakers conceivably for the first ever in season tournament, Suns, and that is going to do a Lakers, massive right. number. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? I, even though I don't like Will it though, team, I mean, that's I mean, a big okay. thing. All right, I think anytime you can get some of your marquee franchises. What if the Knicks going on a run playing? For Let me ask you something. this question. Question for you. This is what rubber meets the road. Let's say Boston plays the Bucks in the semifinal in Vegas, right? I'm thinking about going. You are? Yeah. Okay. You'd watch that over Patriots and Steelers. Come on. Dude, you gotta you gotta protect the you gotta protect your tank job. Gotta protect the tank job. Absolutely. But you don't have to keep vigil on it. you you're more interested in the Bucks. I can watch that on my phone and the Celtics. while I'm in Vegas watching the Celtics. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what the NBA's been looking for. Interest in the sport late November. Yeah. I think it's exciting. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority. Well, in this room, you're not because I'm with you. Okay. There you go. Fantastic. Yeah. 
That's what they were after. They're after and it's you. just something. Look, this is year one of this. Yeah, so it's only going to get. You kind of got to have to build it up. Here's and, what it is and, too. And turn Zan, it into a tradition. Zan walks in the room. He goes, "Dad, how come I can't? You know, he's already trying to set his lineup for weeks from now because mm-hmm. you know sometimes iPad time is precious in our household. Yeah, and he's just like, "How come there's no fantasy next week?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? The NBA's stopping." Well, the NBA is stopping for a week. And that is the That's soccer element of this. Uh, you know, uh, I, Premier League season so stops isn't it a, for like, the I know, country play. It's, I, know it's you don't have, I know you don't have the bragging rights or the opportunity to win that money for yourself or for your teammates or for your offensive assistant or for your defensive assistant or, or any assistant coach or trainer or whatever. But everyone else gets, oh, it's a shame I didn't make it. I got a week off? Like a week off. You get to, you get to be healthy. You know what I mean? Or you get to accumulate some rust. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a choice. Stopping the league for a week. And the NHL has done it for the Olympics. You know, it's the Olympics. Inter- international. <laughs> <laughs> Are you putting the in-season tournament on the on the, the realm of the Olympics? People don't well, care about the You're doing the NBA Olympics. a big favor, man. Yeah, I think like... the Olympics has lost some luster, don't you? It definitely. I think it's big, but when I say, look, Carmelo Anthony's won four Olympic medals, people look at me like, who cares? Nobody cares. I care, but like, oh my God, don't. you guys. Trevor Lawrence coming up. Are we just I mean, holding, seriously? Are we holding NBA water right uh, now? No, 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 no. You're fans. I'm, I'm a you're fan. Fans. You're, you're, you I'm are a fan. fans. My team's really good. You're fans in because it, so I'm kind you of just excited. equated the in season tournament with the Olympics. So that's cool that there will be kids no, right I'm now. Just there are kids right now that are going to some IMG farm mm-hmm. in like, There's you know, in Florida right now. They're stopping their youth they're stopping their youthful on. time on planet earth leaving their families so one day they could participate in the in-season nba tournament and win half a million dollars for four that's games right worth that's right work? yeah sure. okay there's precedent for pausing leagues for different types i understand of play that. and tournaments and the nc in the so. nba identified a problem which is how do they make their sport relevant while the NFL's playing yep. in the early parts of their season? And this is, I think, a very inventive, creative idea. Because their biggest that they issue is that nobody deserve, really checked in until they, after Christmas. They yep. do deserve a real, you know, uh, round of applause, if yep. you will, for doing that. Because this is risky, or at least you're putting it out there. You're stopping your league for a week. And you're asking some of these top teams to play two extra games during the course of the season. Which is, as you know, I mean, it's well, so huge. Day, well, today's and it's today's NBA, day. It's, I, mean, it's I know. Huge, yeah. I mean, but yeah. that just means, you know, they're going to have to take a day off in March. Man. <laughs> this guy. This guy. This guy. This guy. And you're like this, this guy. guy. You're like this, this guy. guy. No, it's, it, it is fun. It is fun. Trevor Lawrence coming up. <laughs> 